Hello, welcome back to the Money Matters Podcast. I am your host, Ken Monyoncho. The quote for today, money is like manure. It stinks when piled together, but does a lot of good when spread out. Now, if you told me today you've got 30,000 or 40,000 shillings in the bank sitting, doing nothing, it can never help you. That money must be put in some place for it to bring some results. And that's why the quote is very emphatic that money piled together is like manure. It will stink. So money must be put to work for it to do good for you. It could give to people. You can invest in people. You can invest in a business. You can invest in shares. But it must be spread out for it to make sense. So as we begin, remember that money is useful. It's actually a means to an end. It is never an end in itself. So when you keep money in your bank, you're actually saying, I'm happy I have money in my bank. <laughs> you should not be happy about that. Be happy that your money is spread out and it is making more money for you. That helps us to begin our theme for today on understanding money. I want to believe that most of us, whatever we knew or we know about money is what we saw either our parents do, friends do, or elders do. And therefore, for us to expect that we are very knowledgeable in terms of money, I think it's a bad assumption to walk, walk around with. We go to school to learn how to read. We go to school to learn how to write. We go to school to learn how, to, I mean, to learn how to interact with people and to learn se several things. I mean, many of us have learned um, science in school. You can practice physics after you, what you did in school. You can practice biology. You understand how it operates. But when it comes to money, there are very few people I have found out there who were actually taught by their parents how money is managed. But even before that, what is money? So today what I want to attempt in this podcast is just to give you a glimpse of the characteristics of what is money like. Because if I understand what is money like, it will be easy for me then to uh, utilize or to manage money that comes into my own hands. All right. So allow me to just share a few points, maybe five or six points today concerning money itself. The first thing we need to understand is that for money to be money, it must be rare. It must be rare. I mean, if everybody had all the money that they wanted, then that, that would not be money. In fact, it is an economic characteristic of money. It must be rare. That means it must be difficult to find. Um, because it is difficult to find, people must work hard to get it. And that is what it is. That is a character that makes this medium of exchange what it is. So it's very important that we look at and we understand that if it is not rare, it is not money. Okay. Even in the olden days, whenever we began, uh, buying goods, the, we, we know we used to have what we call butter trade. There was no money then. But we would butter. There was an equivalent. If I brought um, a tin of maize and maybe my neighbor brought a tin of beans, we would we would agree what is the equivalent weight and what would be fair for both sides. 
And because it became so complicated, we reached a point where we felt we let's look for a medium of exchange. And that medium of exchange, I believe there was a time when we were using cowrie shells. So cowrie shells became very rare because you can't, you hardly can find cowrie shells. But then because of that characteristic, people had to agree that this is what we will use in terms of exchanging and the equivalence of what we needed to do. So it must be rare and it is supply, the supply of money must be, must be, you know, the demand for it must be higher than the supply because if it is not scarce, then people won't look for it. Right? It must be scarce. And this happens for every good, every good in economics. We always talk about goods in economics and goods must be in short supply. When they're in short supply, they are of higher value because then the price goes up and they become more valuable. And money is more valuable because one, it is rare. Secondly, it's very scarce, hardly to come by. It's in short supply. Okay. So that's a very important point to understand that money must be rare to be what it is. Number two, that money is a means to an end and not the end in itself. Now, one time I was given an example that if I was to be locked in the room like where I'm seated in and the room is full of money, shillings, pounds, dollars, but I was, I'm told, or I even tell you, you can jump on it. You can throw the money up. You can even make balls out of the money, but don't spend it. What use is it? It's of no use. So having the money as is, just like our quote of the day, it does not, it's not an end in itself. I know there are some of us when you, every regularly you want to go to your ATM and you just press, put in your card. And you put your PIN number, eh? A, B, C, D. And then, and then they asks you, how much do you want? Ah, he says, no, I don't want money. I just want to know the balance, balance. So when the balance comes out, you say, hmm, then I can see you now twisting your head saying, yes. Okay. That's very nice. It just makes you feel happy because you have something in the ATM machine. Don't be happy because money is sitting there. No, 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 no. It, can you make your money work for you and that we will be talking later into the podcast how i can make money work for me number three money is called in economics a given good now let me i'll try to explain what a given good is a given good is a good that is not normal because normal goods for example if you are feeling thirsty and i gave you one glass of water that glass of water will reduce your quench. If I give you a second glass of water, it will not add any more value because now the quench that you had has already been reduced. So the more water I give you, the less utility it becomes to you. You don't value more of the glasses of water. But you know what about money? <laughs> the more I give you, the more you want. That's why it's an abnormal good, if you look at it from the economic sense. It is the more you have, the more you want. You can even go query all those elders who have worked for more than 20, 25, 30 years. Ask them, have they reached a point of saying money is enough? They will give you an emphatic no. 
I still want more. So the more you have, the more you want. That is a characteristic of money that you must know. So for you to control money, all right, you must understand that it, you will always desire to have more of it. The fourth point, the more you have, the less you're satisfied. You see, if I use the same example of the water, if I have two glasses of water, I'll get less satis- I'll get more satisfied. The third glass of water, in fact, I don't want it anymore. But money is not the same. It is the more you have, the less you are satisfied. And that's why you find people who have a lot of money, you keep on asking yourselves, they are busy looking for more businesses. They are looking for to expand what they have. You are seeing that they want another business. They want to go into, into outside the country. You ask yourself, what is going on? It is the demand of the money. It's just more money. You, it's the more you have, the more you want. But clearly, if you even ask them, sat down and ask them what they really want, it is the simple things of life. In, in finality, what this person wants is, in his heyday, is just to sit in his house, maybe just by the veranda, look at the sunset, just have some simple meal in the evening, have a place to lay your head, and have good sleep. That is the bottom line of life. It's not about how much you have or how much you continue making. It's really the satisfaction that you find at the tail end of your life. So you need to understand that satisfaction will never come because you have got more money. No, 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 no. Satisfaction will come when you're able to manage that money. Which takes me to the next point, which says the more money you have, the more people hang around you because they want that money. I know all of us many times have um, read you can call it stories or you've call it, you've read events of people who said, like today I saw a quote from one of our former governors who was saying, I am glad for what I've gone through because now I know who my true friends are. Because when, when you don't have this money, you will not have anybody following you. But when you have it, and people know you have it. They will follow you whichever way, wherever you will be because they want that money. Let me surprise you. Maybe you, maybe some of you will not be surprised, but let me surprise you. But even in the village, the village, the day you left your village, for us who have villages, I know there are some who have been born in town, but for us who left village to come to look for a job in town, everybody knows that you've got a job in town and that job is giving you money in the village nobody used to see you nobody would knew who you are even but the day they had the son of so and so has gone to town they definitely know that you are going to make some money at the end of the year for those who travel back home for christmas or for easter do you know as soon as you arrive people know you have come with money the people who never appreciated you who never knew you this time they are coming to visit you and give you all sorts of accolades so that they can, they can, they can make your heart a bit soft for you to part with money, <laughs> which they want to share with you. You've worked hard for it, 
But you know what? Because they know you have it, they are going to come for some of that money. This all points, I mean, these discussions around money, they leave us or they lead us to a point where we need then to ask ourselves, how can I manage this money? Because money demands to be managed. Which is my last point for the day. That money serves you better when you manage it. Money serves you better when you manage it. By the way, money is like money always asks to be managed. If you don't manage money, money is going to manage you. What does that mean? It means that you may spend all your life chasing after money. If I know that I will never be satisfied with money, if I know the more I have, the, the less I'm satisfied. If I know the more I have, the more I want. If I know the more I have, the more people are coming around me. If I know all these things about money, then the best thing to do is to reach a position where money does not make me its slave. Because of the good feeling that having a lot of money has, and the good feeling that you imagine people will think about you well because you have more money. Most people have sold their lives and their souls searching after this money. And this is the warning that as we discuss in this podcast, we need to remember that money must be used as your slave. Never make allow money to make you its slave, but allow you to use money as your slave. You are the master and money is your slave. If it is the other way around, you will find in life you'll walk with a lot of misery. You're always seeing problems. You're always seeing difficulties. And, all, and the bottom line of all this is because you don't have the money. Because you don't have the money. Money will never be enough. If you understood that money will never be enough in life, you will walk every day with the, the amount of money you make, appreciating at the end of the day, what I have made is sufficient for me today. As you manage the little that you have, God who we serve is able to give you a bit more so that you can also manage it better. It is managing the little that gives you experience on how to manage the much. And if you cannot manage the little that you have, much will never come away or it will be wasted or it will be squandered. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at the Money Matters Podcast and on Facebook at Ken Munyoncho. I will be more than happy to answer all your questions and queries. God bless you and have a great week.